Eagles Entertainment. Welcome, Eagles everywhere, to the Eagles Insider Podcast, presented by Lincoln Financial Group. Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro with you. And as I record this practice going on outside on this scalding Thursday in South Philadelphia, practice moved up from 10 a.m. to 9 a.m. Temperatures expected to rise into the high 90s today. Oh, yeah. Players are getting in shape. Day two with pads on, really good, crisp practice. Eagles looking at that first preseason game a week from Friday against the New York Jets and then on to Cleveland and then Miami. Joint practices with those two teams prior to the preseason games. We invite all of you to get your up-close and personal look at the Philadelphia Eagles this Sunday, 7 p.m., Lincoln Financial Field. It's the team's public practice in 2022. Come on out and join us. Ticket information available at PhiladelphiaEagles.com. You're going to love what you see from this football team. Energy is great. The talent level obviously has taken a big step forward, and the Eagles taking it day by day. All right, on this Eagles Insider Podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group, well, we're going to hear from Dick Vermeil, who on Saturday finally is inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I spent a lot of time with him in these last several weeks, and we're going to take an excerpt of an interview that we did. Dick Vermeil in the Hall of Fame. No kinder, more gracious man, and somebody who had a tremendous impact as a, as a head coach in the NFL, as a broadcaster, and just somebody who has been an amazing ambassador for the game of football. We're also going to hear from Eagles defensive end Josh Sweat. I sat down with him yesterday talking about his kind of crazy 2021, particularly the end of that 2021. If you remember, injured, missed the playoff game in Tampa Bay, and then he gets the late call-up to the Pro Bowl. And so what has that meant for him? We'll find out in just a bit. But the player who everybody's got their eyes on in this training camp and he's responded with just a performance that you look at him and you go yeah he's different he's good he is what everybody said he was wide receiver AJ Brown acquired in a trade from the Tennessee Titans on night one of the 2022 NFL draft Eagles signed him to a long-term contract extension AJ Brown one-on-one to kick things off on the Eagles Insider Podcast, presented by Lincoln Financial Group. Welcome in, everyone. Training Camp 2022 here at the Novacare Complex. Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro with A.J. Brown, who I, I want to call you Mr. Love, maybe? Mr. Dr. Love. Love. Dr. Love. Is that okay? <laughs> yeah, that's cool. The love thing that that's you got cool. going on? Yeah, that's cool. It's, yeah. All, it's, it's, like, it's legit, right? It's yeah. genuine. You are yeah. all about the love. Yes, I am. Um, yeah. What what is it about the relationship with the fans that's that's so important to you? And has it always been that way throughout your career? Uh, yes, man. Uh, <laughs> yes, man. I try to just uh, show love to the fans. Uh, I don't even like to call them fans. I like to call them supporters. You know, I don't want to call nobody a fan, but they, they come out and support us. They stay out here in the rain, cold, no matter no matter the temperature or the weather. They out here supporting us, man. And you know, we we playing a game that we love, and you know, at least we can do is show love to our supporters. Without them, there would be no us. That is so true, cause man, we feed off them, man. They just don't know like their energy. We feel that, you know, it gets us going on critical downs in the game, big parts of the game. So, and then we score touchdowns, man. It's electric, man. Have you ever been to an NFL game as a fan? No, I haven't. Have you? Did you ever go like when you were a kid to like a college game as a fan? Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, when I was getting recruited, uh, yeah, I've been to a couple of college games. But like, you weren't out. You weren't like screaming and holding the beer, and you're nah, well, you were nah, too young nah, for that nah, anyway. Yeah, but I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, but do you understand? You understand the passion, what it means to fans to love their football team. Man, most man, I really do. I really do, man. Uh, you know, I got I got favorite uh, players in the league that I root for. You know, so. It's it's still the same. Other than Elijah Moore, who is <laughs> it seems to be a it's it's a wide receiver for the New York Jets, yeah. a former teammate, friend of yours uh, from Ole Miss. Um, who else do you love in the league? I root for like basically all all my guys at Ole Miss: DK Dawson Knox. Uh, just got to leave Matt Corral. You know, I'm definitely rooting for them. I'm checking in to see what they did on Sunday. You know, so uh, yeah. Do you think it's harder to make it in to the league or to stay? In the league, um, I, I would say stay in the league. You know, a lot of guys kind of get comfortable when they get here, and uh, that's kind of when they get exposed. So uh, every day, uh, somebody's working for your job, and you know they they're they're drafting somebody younger, 
you know, and faster. So, <laughs> AJ, uh, let's talk a little football before we get into getting to know you and continuing. I think it's really important that fans get to know who you are. How is it going from a football standpoint out here? It's going really well, man. It's going really well. Um, I'm having so much fun out here in practice, man. I'm, I'm enjoying it day by day. Uh, uh, the offense is growing. We're getting better. Defense is giving us a tough time, but you know, that's what you want to see. You know, that's what you want to see. And uh, we're, we're, we're headed in the right direction for sure. Uh, it, has it always been fun for you to go through the practice situation, like in your entire football career? Yeah. Uh, to be honest, I'm a process guy, man. I like to, I like to work out and do and do these type of things. I, I like that more than a game, to be honest. Really? Yeah. It, it, just, it gives like me a step-by-step step guy? Yeah, yeah. Like like practice, like I was in the, in my game out there today. That okay. Was, that was my From game. a mindset From standpoint. a mindset today. So that, that means you're locked in. Yeah. Is yeah. it is it does it differ day to day? It does. It does. Uh, it differs from like period to period. I change my mindset. What I need to work. I gotta on. be honest. It's like it. Got, I mean, look. No <laughs> offense, but it's gotta be boring at sometimes. I promise you, it's not. I okay. promise you, it's not. And I just because I'm. Just, I just try to work through things, especially when I get tired. Of, I looked over there today, and I looked at Slay, and I saw him breathing hard. I said, he's tired, too. So, <laughs> so let's well, push through. Slay always talks about how it's important for him to make you a better receiver. Mm -hmm. uh, you appreciate that from him, and it's oh. also the same oh. mindset back and forth? Man, I, I truly believe I'm getting my best work every day of practice. Like I said, I have to come prepare every day with him and Bradbury. They're giving me really good work, I think. Um, I, go against a, I go against a couple good, good corners this year, and uh, they're preparing me daily. So, AJ, why are you a great receiver? My mindset, my mindset. I believe I can do anything and everything whenever I want to, uh, you know, and just how I approach my day-to-day -day efforts. You know, I, I try to uh, stick with my routine over, over like motivation. You know, you know, I'm always, I'm all, I'm not always motivated, but if I can stick to my routine, I, I'm, I'm being very disciplined. Because the question is kind of like fans always say, "Oh, this guy's the most talented guy," yeah. but that's not necessarily no. what makes you great in this yeah, league. Yeah, it's, it's 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 doing the little things over and over. Like I try to break the game down to the smallest part as I can, and that's just working on the little fundamentals over and over. Everybody want to do like the little flashy stuff, but. But I'm just trying to just work on the fundamentals because when the game's on the line and you need that first down, I'm, I'm going to stick to my fundamentals. Because the way that the league has evolved, even in your few years in the league, the, the practices, the training camp has changed so much. Mm -hmm. So you get a lot out of going through, for example, a walkthrough. If you're a process oh, guy, yeah. right, you can slow it down. Yeah, that's the, that's the time when you really, that's one time you're really working. You know, you're working your mind more than, more than your body. And so in your mind, I can visualize the perfect rep, how I want to do the release, what I'm doing after the catch, it's the perfect one, perfect way. And when you go through a walkthrough, you can do those things. And so that's why I think walkthrough is so helpful. I visualize it first. Interesting. Greatness um, is, is being part of something that's great. You know, if, if, if the group is great, then you're going to be great. Mm -hmm. You made the Pro Bowl in 2020. There wasn't a game, and there, so there wasn't that week of experience of hanging out with guys. Did you miss that part of it, hanging out with the best guys in the business? And is that something that you think about, like, hey, i got to get back to the Pro Bowl because I want to be around the best guys? Uh, not for that reason. Of course, I, uh, whatever team we're playing, I try to watch them. Uh, I think, to be honest, uh, of course, I want to make the Pro Bowl every year, but I just, that's just not really my focus. The Pro Bowl is like a popularity contest, and I learned that since I've been in the league. And, you know, the, the goal is you go all pro. You know, that's the goal. That's 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 the goal you can set for yourself. So Because it's voted on by league general yeah, managers and yeah, the people who watch exactly, you and the peers. Exactly. Right? So you're getting respect from your peers. So the Pro Bowl, like I said, it's kind of a popularity contest, but it's, it's fine. Well, you're a popular guy. You're a productive <laughs> guy. Uh, how is the culture being a Philadelphia Eagle? Nick likes to keep it really upbeat, mm -hmm. uh, perhaps even collegiate. Would you call it collegiate? Yeah, man. Uh, it's been, like I said, it's been uh, – it's been everything I, I, I imagine. That's great. That's yeah. great to hear. Yeah. Because I guess you, when you go into that, you don't really know how it's going to work you out. Don't, you don't know. You don't know. And, you know, I was kind of nervous about it. But, you know, I just put my faith in God. And, and like I said, it's been everything that I imagine. And I'm enjoying it each and every day. I know you've known some of the guys on the team. How do you, um, relatively, if I may say, I don't know you very well, quiet guy, mm -hmm. maybe away from this, you're not that quiet. How did you get to... Kind of integrate yourself in with all the with all the personalities in the locker room. Yeah, that's 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 something that I always had a problem with. I always been kind of like standing offish, kind of like to myself. Like even when we go eat dinner, like I'd be over in the corner watching a little movie on on my phone. I just that's just kind of who I am. But I interact in the, in the locker room, in the meeting room with the guys and stuff like that. But you know that just 
I don't know. I just try to find some time for myself throughout the day. Mr. Love, Dr. Love <laughs> is a shy guy. Is that right? So, I, I, I'm not shy. I have personality, but, you know, whenever I, I, I need to be by myself for a few minutes, I definitely That's take important. that time. That's yeah. important. What are you doing when you're away from the game here in Philly? Um, are, you, are you watching anything good on TV? Is there, like, what are you doing for your, for your downtime? Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm either watching something or spending time with my family or um, shooting pool. You know, I'm a really good uh, pool player. It kind of, like, relaxes me. So that's what I do to take my mind away from the game. That's what I do, actually, before the games, if it's, like, a later game. Wait, 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 wait. You're, you're on the pool? You're on the table yeah. hustling guys? Nah, 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 <laughs> nah. Just, I just, I play me some, uh, play me some music, uh, and I just relax. Most of the time I be sh uh, playing against my father, you know, so it get real competitive. And, and what's, what's on your playlist before a game? Um, before the game, I'm, I'm actually listening to, like, uh, some real relaxing music, uh, maybe Tim's, uh, uh, Lauren Hill. This is like before, even until I get until I get uh, to the stadium, then my music definitely will change. Oh, so that when you're at the stadium, you're you're getting pumped up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's an open practice at Lincoln Financial Field on Sunday. Uh, it will be your first time to be introduced, kind of to the crowd. You know, the practice. I mean, you're looking forward to kind of hearing that reaction from the crowd? Oh, most definitely, man. Most definitely. Uh, I can't wait. I, I'm, I'm not trying to get ahead of myself. Uh, the home homework against the Vikings. Sure. I know the, I know the crowd's going to be electric. I'm oh, not yeah. trying to get it, it too ahead, but, you know, I can't wait. Well, but speaking of that, and last one here, there is that sense, like, people just look ahead. Do you, is it, are you naturally, like, really good at focusing in on the moment? Yes, I try to. I try to try to stay day to day because, you know, I can't worry about tomorrow. If I worry about tomorrow, I'm not focused on today. I'm not handling my business for today, so. Keep handling the business, man. Yeah, AJ, great to see you, man. Thank Keep you up the good work and looking forward to seeing you. Sunday open practice at Lincoln Financial Field, 7 o'clock. Let's get a chance for the first time to meet, greet, and uh, cheer on AJ Brown and the Philadelphia Eagles 2022. Thanks for joining us here at the NovaCare Complex. Josh Sweat was one of the four players the Eagles started getting signed to long-term deals last year, which really set the table for a tremendous offseason. But Sweat, Jordan Mailata, cornerback Avante Maddox, tight end Dallas Goddard, all got new deals last year. And for Sweat, once a five-star recruit coming out of high school, he went to Florida State. He suffered a severe knee injury, and it's taken him a long time to get back from that injury but he's gotten there, and he's played very, very well for the Eagles. A career-high seven and a half sacks last year. He's looking for more. He doesn't want to be the little doggy, if you will, in the room anymore. And if that sounds confusing, I think this interview will clear things up. One-on-one -on -one with Eagles defensive end, Josh Sweat. Hi, Josh. How you doing? What's up, man? I'm doing good. Um, I'd like to kind of start with the journey you've taken in the NFL. I, you're, you know, if you look at your numbers, it's like 7%. Reps, 35, 68, 66. So hard work really does pay off, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, did they really look like that? It went it went really low early. <laughs> and then, like, rookie season, yeah. right? Oh, okay, and then okay, jump, okay. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, I don't even notice it, but, yeah, hard. like I said in every interview, I, I literally just come to practice and work every day. That's really all it is, and it's, it's showing up. You know, I'm just trying to build that trust in every situation with the coaches just so they can put me out there more, and I think I've, I'm doing a good job with that, and I'm just going to continue to do it. Do young guys really understand how it works? Do you, like, if you look back at what your mindset was five years ago, do you understand you had so many guys lined up in front of you? Yeah, um, I came into a stacked room. Yeah. I was like, yo, <laughs> yeah, I ain't getting out here, but I just – I don't know. I just I always approach practice, you know, like I was the, you know, like I was the guy. You know what I mean? I just, just you just gotta prove it. That's all it is, man. Is when the time comes, just go. And and I think I think we got a good group of hungry guys. You know what I mean? I think every one of them approaches practice like I can be one of the. You know what I mean? I can help the team and be one of the guys. You know what I mean? And so that's 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 a good deal right there. Where is your game now? In, in terms of where you like? Because every time I talk to you, you're like, yeah, I'm playing okay, but I'm not where I want to be. Are you where you want to be now? Absolutely not. <laughs> not, man. I just, I got a lot of work to do, man. Like I said, I'm past couple of days of camp, you know, just working. That's all, that's, all I, that's all I do, man. That's all I do is work. You know what I mean? I'm, and I know this, like, yeah, I got to work on this. 
I know every day I got to work on this. It's not that I'm in a bad place. It's just I know I need to work, keep working. But do you do you, do you appreciate your game now? I mean, you're you're you won the Pro Bowl last year. Yeah, but uh, you know, I just I don't know. I just I want to have one of them janks where I'm just like I know I'm in the Pro Bowl. You know what I mean? Like I I don't want to wait around, but. I mean, yeah, that's that's I'm, I'm appreciative of that for sure, and um, that's a big stepping stone for me. But I'm just like, nah, I got, I, I, I just gotta leave no doubt. You know what I mean? I did, I, I gotta work though. What was the experience like? I know players who go there, they like to hang out with the best of the best, and I wonder what the mentality was for you on the plane going down there. Like, did you know a lot of the guys? Do you feel? Do you feel you fit right in? Yeah, that's the thing. So I got called like the night before. <laughs> well, like, yo, do you want to go? So when I, I'm like nervous. The was? Oh, of course. Yeah. I was not. I was taking a nap. <laughs> so uh, now on my way there, I was definitely nervous. I'm like, damn. I'm like, I really got to I'm really there with, you know what I mean? The guys, you know what I mean? The best in the league. And I mean, I felt like a pup, honestly. I didn't like it. You know what I mean? I, I, I was the youngest. One of, well, one of the youngest, you know, dudes there, and it's just like first year, it was like, I don't like this feeling. I like being there, but it's like, I don't like being there, being the pup, you know what I mean? But but once, but once the guys made me feel real comfortable there. Like all the, um, Cameron Jordan, um, oh, damn, I can't think of the other 94. To, uh, you know who I'm talking about. You know who I'm talking about. What team? Uh, Bears. Oh, uh, Robert Quinn. Here we go. See, that's, and that's one dude who I've always like tried to mimic you know a lot of his stuff and just getting there to, my locker was right next to his I got to talk to him and he everybody was just cool playful grown children you know what I mean just it was just fun man they made it they made it a re- really easy for me to you know feel good so, so do you take away from that kind of like like you with when you're talking with Robert Quinn do you do you get little tips of like, hey how is it Robert how have you been so good for so long like that kind of stuff or is it more just friendly stuff? I mean, right there, I really didn't want to talk too much football. You know what I mean? I was just, I just want to see how they were. You know what I mean? As, as, as just regular people, you know, where they having fun, where they all serious. And it's not like that. You know what I mean? It's, it's always fun. You know what I mean? That's that's really what, what the event was about. We weren't really talking serious football. I can watch him. You know what I mean? That's it. That's all I got to do. I can see how he's been good for a long time. You know what I mean? So... But do you really benefit from it, though, Josh? I mean, you, you are around the best guys. Now you know what it's like. Now you know a little bit about what makes those guys tick. Now you want more, I guess, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. When I, like I said, when I got there, I was I felt like the smallest guy. You know what I mean? And that's, like I said, I didn't like it. And it just opened up a whole new, you know, grind for me because I, I didn't like it. I, don't, I didn't want to be, you know, the guy sitting around waiting to, to get called. And I'm like, nah, not again. The, the the weird part of that was that you were just coming off that injury too, and um, like the illness that you had um, must have been a, a very complicated several weeks emotionally, intellectually, mentally for you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So a few weeks sitting around, you know, going through that, but I was not missing the Pro Bowl. <laughs> yeah. As soon as they called me, I was like. I wasn't ready to play, but I definitely still went out there. I was like, hey, it's not even a serious, super serious game, but, yeah, I won't miss a net for sure. But, no, nah, that helped me, though. That helped me. That gave me a big boost in getting through what I was going through, for sure. In a, lo- in a lot of ways, 2021 was a remarkable year for you. You got second contract in the NFL. You get that experience in the Pro Bowl. So 2022 is here. What is different about Josh Sweat? Honestly, nothing. Just a little bit more. Well, a lot more, a lot more hungry. Off of that Pro Bowl experience, I just, I just need more, bro. <laughs> That's all it is. Like, I just want to keep going. That's it. More, further, further, just keep going further. Do you care about having a name in the game? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that's that's the biggest part. I want to go further. I, I don't, I don't want to be that pup. <laughs> I keep saying it, but I'm tired of being that pup. Like, I just, I want to be the guy. You know what I mean? That's, that's what it is. That's, that's, I want to be the best player I can be. Josh, today was a great practice. A lot of hard work out there. Like, just kind of final thing here. How are you feeling about what's being built with this defense, with this team, with the energy that's coming from this training camp? Oh, it's great. Everyone has energy. Everyone's coming on, uh, you know, practicing hard. It's been fun, honestly. Like, it, it doesn't really feel like camp. And um, that's that's just, you know, everybody coming together. And we got a lot of people. They, they, we've had a lot of pieces 
and we, we're finding a place for everybody to be, and it's, it's, it's coming together, and I can already see it. It's, it's going to be great. You don't feel like the pup in this defense, do you? Yeah. <laughs> that's still I got to approach it. That's how I got to approach it, man. Yeah. I'm telling you, I do. I, I done already made myself think, you know, I'm the smallest guy on this defense. So it's <laughs> like, I just that's that's what keeps me going, man. That's how I, that's just my way of motivating myself. You the, you the smallest dude out here. You you haven't earned anything, you know what I mean? So, so I got to keep going. Thank you. No problem. We've been spoiled a bit here in recent years, haven't we? Brian Dawkins goes into the Hall of Fame the year the Eagles win the Super Bowl. Harold Carmichael goes in last summer. And now it is time for former Eagles head coach Dick Vermeil, who took over a franchise that had missed the playoffs for nine straight seasons from the 60s through the late 70s, really the mid-70s. Vermeil came in and he did it his way. Hard practices, discipline, total commitment to the cause. He led the Eagles to the Super Bowl in 1980, Super Bowl 15, Eagles losing to the Oakland Raiders 27-10. Vermeil burning out of the game a couple of years later, retired, became a broadcaster, came back to the NFL, won a Super Bowl with the St. Louis Rams, also coached the Kansas City Chiefs to great success. And his name on Saturday will be called in Canton, Ohio. Dick Vermeil inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame We did a big piece with him earlier this summer. Here's an excerpt of what Dick has to say about what it means to him to be in the Hall of Fame. And eight minutes, that's all he's got to speak. He has a lot to say in that time, thanking everyone who's helped him reach this moment. Dick Vermeil, the subject of this week's Extra Point. Well, Coach, we're getting close to your big day. Um... How, how you feeling about how you feeling about things? Uh, well, I'm getting a little more apprehensive each day. Yeah, I sleep a little less each night. You know, <laughs> they give you eight minutes to speak, and I've given it enough thought to speak for five hours. You know, it's, right? It's it's a little nerve wracking. Yeah. What what is within that eight minutes? I mean, what is the message going to be? Thank you. I'm very grateful for all the people that made it happen. You know, they're going to put my bust on a standard. And there's so many people that built the standard of my career. You know, players, coaches, ownerships, Leonard Toast here and Jimmy Murray here in town are great players, and many of them still live in town here in Philadelphia. Same with the Rams, same with the Chiefs. You know, I'm so I, I'm their end product. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm fortunate. What, what, if you had another two or three minutes, what would you add to the, to the speech? Well, I, I, I would do a, a probably a, a, a better job of talking about those people that aren't there that have passed away seven of my assistants from the eagles are not alive today mm-hmm. but they made huge contributions to my career here in philadelphia the marion campbells the fred bronies the ken imans the bill mcpherson these kind of guys you know uh, i would like to be able to tell their families a little bit more about how much i appreciate and am grateful for what they did for me you know because without those guys i'm not successful so i would take that time and i'm going to try to find a way to do it anyway mm-hmm. Dick, the piece here that we're doing, I mean, I am speaking to a lot of people who are really central to your success. Um, and, and what the thesis is here, that what we're talking about is kind of what you meant for them and for their career. Mm-hmm. But I wonder, what did Philadelphia and the fans and Mr. Tose and the players and the media even, what did it mean to you? How did it change Dick Vermeil? Well, I, I think... I think Philadelphia is a little unique because I worked in two other cities, in great cities. But these people have been talking Philadelphia Eagles all their lives. Their parents did. Their grandparents did. So there's a deep foundation of loyalty and respect and admiration for the team. And if you're successful within that environment, with that team, you automatically receive some of their accolades and and belief. You know, and uh, staying in town after I left, I think helped build a relationship. You know, Blue Cross put me up in front of their company and Cadillac did there for a while. And so, uh, uh, you know, I was de- de- able to develop a relationship through the media as well, you know. And uh, then I'm on television broadcasting games and come back in here and broadcast Eagle games and Penn State games and those kinds of things that had helped me uh, get to know the community more and a lot of charity work, which I enjoy. And, uh, you know, you just get closer to the roots of the city, you know?
And that'll do it for this episode of the Eagles Insider Podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group. Thanks to everyone who's been helpful putting this together. The Eagles Media Relations Department setting up the interviews. Ray Doyle as well here in our content department. And of course, the maestro, the artist, Peter Kelly, putting it all together to make it sound so great. Thanks to all of you for joining each and every week. If you have a moment to give us a five-star review, we include a link in the details section of your podcast library. I'm Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro. Thank you so much for joining me in our next episode. Hassan Reddick will be my subject, my interview, my one-on-one, my exclusive. I try to get it personal with these guys. I'm going to have some fun with Hassan. Anyway, thanks so much for joining once again, everybody, and thank you for your support of the Eagles Insider Podcast. If you don't already, please also subscribe to our Eagles Update, a daily three- to four-minute update of the Eagles goings-on here from the Novacare Complex. And also, we've got our Eagle Eye in the Sky and our Journey to the Draft podcast as well. Fran Duffy does such a great job there. Get them all, because we know you want to settle in and enjoy this 2022 Eagle season. Thanks for joining, everyone. Have yourselves a great Eagles day. Fly, Eagles, fly. And go, birds! E-A-T-L-E!